Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Lynn Hall's on the other side of the glass is our producer this morning. Joe McGranahan is with us, our good conservative co-host, natural-born listener and history buff and presidential expert. He's been in the business since the 1970s. 60s. 50s, actually. Oh, my gosh. Holy <laughs> smokes. Well, you are, you've been at it longer than Jim Cursula. I'm old. Who started in 1984. <laughs> at uh, CBS Radio News. Jim Crisula's on the line as well. He's a CBS News reporter and correspondent and has covered a wide range of major stories in and around the, the U.S. So, Jim, thank you so much for checking in this morning. Yes, thank you, Jim. Sure, good. Yeah, good to be with you guys again. Well, I thought I was an old time. <laughs> yeah, I'm so old they have to wheel me in here, Jim. <laughs> yeah, ancient, but, as, my, as my kids say, yeah. Right. But we do. We, we give them a lot of vitamin A and away he goes, so... Well, we wanted to talk to you today. You're covering what is really a national story. It's a global story in some ways, really, the inflation that's completely, uh, you know, out of control. And uh, Wall Street seems to be in the midst of its correction. How historic is this in your experience or in even longer history, these kind of blips where you get big inflation and a Wall Street glitch? How common is that? Not all that common, but yeah, this is this is among the I think the the worst of the inflation the country's ever seen. Certainly, if you ask, ask anybody on Main Street, uh, they're going to tell you that that uh, prices are ridiculous for everything. Uh, so yeah, a lot of again, I, I was I was with my kids over the weekend, and they had a, a, a bag of snack chips, and I was shocked when I looked at the bag, a brand name, six and a half dollars for a bag of, of of chips. It's like wow. So yeah, it, it uh, it's affecting everybody. Obviously, aside from gas prices, we've all been talking about that for for months now and the effect on people. But I have to say also, I've done a lot of uh, traveling in the last oh, month or so, uh, several different states, and it certainly appears to me that that people are traveling. They're out and about. They're going to restaurants. They're gro- going, you know, still obviously shopping for groceries. So. Perhaps there's some attitude out there that, hey, prices are ridiculous, but I have to live my life. What else can I do? I think part of the the travel thing, I interviewed a a travel and tourism director here in North Carolina, where I am a couple of weeks ago, and she said there's been so much, obviously, pent-up pandemic demand that people are traveling. They're getting out. They're saying, hey, I'm going somewhere. I don't care where it is. I just need to go. We've all seen the stories in the last two, three days about What's happening at airports? Uh, these airlines certainly, it seems, are understaffed, and they simply can't handle the huge numbers of people who are flying at this point. Jim, let me ask you this question: the, the president is trying to say that all of his people are telling him that a recession is not inevitable. Uh, but he, you know, is he trying to put lipstick on a pig? You know, or are we in a recession? I've heard some people say we're already there. 
Yeah, I think I think that's probably a pretty good point. I, I sure there are a lot of people who say that. Uh, some of the Federal Reserve people, Joe, over the weekend, uh, I saw they were on some of the talk shows and also doing speeches. And one of them, I, I think one of the Federal Reserve members from St. Louis was saying that he thinks it's going to be a, a good couple of years before they can get this inflation down and, you know, back to where it was, where, where you know, it's, it's not so much of a burden financially on people. How much of this might still be related to the pandemic, this idea that we you know, we sort of thought we were done with it, but now a lot of places should sure. go, masking is back. Yeah, Mark, sure. And, and again, so, you know, the, the whole thing, the whole idea of pent-up demand and that people, you know, started, you know, heading back to stores. What it's some you know late last year, earlier this year, certainly, especially after the booster shots became available, I think, and and again, you know, you've seen stories where a lot of these companies have have the mindset now that they can charge most anything they want, and people will pay it. If you have a favorite product, if you have a favorite cereal or a favorite snack, a favorite soft drink, let's say. You're going to pay it because you want that, and, and you're going to pay it no matter what. In most cases, obviously, not everybody can do that, but in most cases. Well, the um, the pandemic did create a large, well, I guess, boom in savings for people and families. Yes. Now, yes. now they're having to use that to offset the inflationary pressures they're under. Is there a tipping point here where people are just going to really become, as they used to say, in network mad as hell, and they ain't going to take it anymore? Well, very much so that that you know, and I, I think for a lot of people, they're at that point right now. You know, look what's happened to the stock market. I've told people, I don't know about you, fellas, I may need to work till ninety. If what if what keeps going on with the I'll, stock market, I already you, am, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> You've already hit it, Joe. So yeah, you can give me some advice. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so yeah, with what's happened with the stock market, people's retirement accounts, four hundred one k's, yeah. Now, for a long time, it seemed like Wall Street seemed immune to this. You know, the economy yeah. could come and go on pandemics and shutdowns. Could come and Wall Street just went up, 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 up. Is yes. that one of these natural corrections that happens regardless of everything that's happening around us? For sure. You know, there was a lot of talk. A lot of people were talking. What a disconnect between Wall Street and what was happening on Main Street. For so many people around the country, as you say, Mark, you know the the market just kept going up and up and up, and there had to be a correction at some point. Well, now we're down, you know, into a bear market. Obviously, it'll be interesting, I think, today to see what happens with with Wall Street as it opens in an hour. Obviously, yesterday was a holiday, federal holiday, no Wall Street, but uh, we'll have to see what happens uh, after a really rough week last week. Well, President Biden was roundly criticized yesterday by those on the right for his on-the-beach um, press conference. I won't, won't call it a press conference. I guess a gaggle would be more of a, an appropriate word, where he actually admitted that, you know, he liked the idea of high gas prices because it would drive people toward electrical vehicles. At some point, are people going to see this as some cynical ploy to try and pass the Green New Deal, you know, and that, that this is deliberate on the part of the administration to raise these prices? Well, there's, there's certainly that mindset and that, that thought process, sure. I think a lot of people, Joe, also feel that the company, you know, oil companies are just ripping people off. When you see, you know, instances where gas prices go up 20, 30 cents a night or, you know, over the 
course of a couple of days and there's no rhyme or reason no explanation given for that I mean, again that's going to foster this this idea that we're just being ripped off by oil companies but sure the green deal yeah you know in, in hey the reality is a lot more people are buying these electric vehicles and perhaps with gas prices running five dollars six dollars in california maybe that's going to push more people to buy an electric vehicle who do you think is likely to more likely to get the blame from what you've seen and heard, the president or the oil companies? I think the president at this point. I think he's, he's kind of the lightning rod with all of this. And, and again, I, I think uh, certainly Joe Biden. And, and you know what? What's what are the fortunes for the Democrats, Joe? Come November, uh, yeah. you know. So uh, we'll, we'll, time will tell. But and again, things can change between now and then, obviously. But it sure doesn't look like there's going to be any major economic improvement between now and then. We still uh, ask about or remark about some fundamentals in the economy are still strong. I, I'm down to just the unemployment rate now. <laughs> I'm losing all my yes. all my strong fundamentals. What what's left that's still doing well in the economy? The jobless rate is still low, although some folks say this will be the the pivot time for that. Uh, what else is still strong? I think wages. You hear that a lot of people are making a lot of good money. I think especially young people. I look at my sons, they're in their 30s, they, they work tech jobs, and, and they make very good money. And I think that so many people in that age range, and these young people who are so good with technology, uh, are making a lot of money, uh, a lot more money than I made when I was that age, working in radio, for sure, and probably you guys as well. But, uh, you know, certainly wages, uh, will companies continue to raise wages as they have been? That's another key question. Some say probably not because they just can't afford to keep doing that. Where do we go from here? I mean, if you were if you were the political pundit advising the Republican Party or the Democratic Party, what line would you suggest they would take with respect to the economy that might move people in this election? Well, Joe, what was the famous line? It's the economy, stupid. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I think that uh, people would, would certainly jump on that, would look at that, and, and again... Uh, bring home the fact to so many people who are who are struggling. Hey, there's still a lot of people in this country who are doing very well, perhaps better than they've ever done. You mentioned earlier that so many people saved a lot of money during the pandemic. True. And now in, in many cases, yeah, they're starting to have to dip into that. Uh, but again, there's, uh, there's probably just as many, if not more, considerably more, who are struggling financially and, and again, living paycheck to paycheck and having a very difficult time making ends meet financially. Hey, last question. This idea that public opinion it really matters when it comes to uh, Wall Street or prices or, you know, or optimism is a big factor. Where is optimism? I hear tons of concern. I certainly hear tons of people blaming the president. So we know that that concern is there. But are, are folks enjoying some optimism still or, or has that turned to? I think, again, Mark, that, you know, people who are doing well have to be, I would think, optimistic. Uh, again, uh, you know, things are, are good for me at this point. Maybe that's a smaller and smaller percentage of people in the U.S., but again, uh, you, you know, you look at, at, we haven't talked about housing prices. You look at what's happening there, and housing sales are still strong, maybe not as as strong as they were a few months ago. I think part of that 
is the fact that interest rates are up a good couple of percent. But still, you hear of people paying cash for houses, dollars $500,000 houses that people are still paying cash for. So they obviously have to be optimistic. Well, thank you so much for your information and your help and your analysis and observations. Very much appreciated. We love to check in with you. And we hope you don't have too many hurricanes to chase this year, Jim. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, we'll that's, have to see, Joe, yeah. Maybe, maybe you can come along with me. I'd, I'd, I'd want to be, be a producer for me. Sure. <laughs> we'll wheel them down there. Yeah, you'll, and you'll, have to, you'll have to protect <laughs> me from it. Uh, right. yeah, yeah. Thank you so we'll much, both, Jim. We'll both be in our motorized cars in, in the, oh, the wind of the race. Well, hopefully we can get out of the way of it. Jim, thanks so much for being with us. <laughs> Today. My pleasure, fellas. Yeah, Take care. Funny, Take care. I see. I have a funny storm chaser image in my mind. <laughs> my mind with this, uh, you guys in your carts. All right. Uh, reaction to what he said: a few fundamentals are still strong, the jobless rate and the wages, but that's about it to list. Uh, maybe I'm overlooking one, but uh, lots of concern on the horizon and some other aspects. We'd love to hear from you today. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. That was a longtime CBS News correspondent, Jim Crisula, and uh, I don't know. Because he lives in North Carolina and reports from there, is that why he's a specialist when it comes to hurricanes? He's seen it all, and he has. He's covered over thirty named storms in his career. Is that true? Okay, yeah, wow, super. Okay, so, uh, but uh, yeah, he, we certainly hear him following, and he literally follows the storms, not uh, goes to where they are, not just reports from his home. But uh, maybe reaction to what he had to say about Wall Street, inflation, and the economy, and the president's difficulties trying to get ahead of some of these things. So we would love to hear from you on that topic. We have a comment from U.S. Congressman Fred Keller, was in our area last week, uh, not too pleased with what he sees in terms of the January 6th committee, so we'll play that remark when it comes to our news headlines, so we have that going, and uh, open phones, maybe something new, maybe something we've never talked about in our whole lives. <laughs> now would be the day. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the telephone number. You can email us at on the Mark at WKOK.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM, our program sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. <laughs> All right. Are you okay, buddy? Uh, Nemo and sunglasses. I'm about had it with those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're paying your stipend. I know, I know. Even I know. though we still have you at intern level, we uh, 
<laughs> they're helping to fund it. Hey, if you don't treat me right, I'll go with Jim and be his producer on the next hurricane. <laughs> on the hurricane. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Economy, President Biden. Uh, there was uh, one of the ads that CBS is talking about. It shows a candidate for office who goes uh, armed into a building in a tactical method to look for rhinos. So, yes, I have that story here. That's a rather interesting story. Okay. Yeah, probably the, uh, a great Both ad. CNN and MSNBC are just frothing at the mouth over oh, this one. because it's so violent. <laughs> yeah, so well. Oh, well. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Eric, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. I'd like to talk a little about COVID this morning because my wife came down with it. Um, interestingly, on our trip over to our, over to Europe, we flew Lufthansa, and everyone was required to have a mask. And we spent... Uh, Ten days over in Europe, no problem. Coming back, uh, flew United home, nobody masking at all. And then uh, when we got home, we tested negative, and then Sunday morning my wife tested positive. I'm sorry to hear that. um, uh, Yeah, she's doing well. Uh, We are going for an infusion today at EVAN because that's what her doctor recommended. And so my two points is this. We're, We're not through the COVID yet, but if you haven't gotten your shot, get it because... It helps if you don't prevent getting COVID. At least my personal experience now, and I can say that personally rather than just, you know, from the data, is that if you get it, you're, you're likely to have much less uh, symptoms of it. Um, but it's interesting that going over, again, a European, <laughs> European airline required masking, but then coming back United, America, uh, United, a U.S. company, didn't. But isn't and that we just a, there, a function of the US requirements? Its, uh, testing requirements come back in the United States. Eric, isn't that just a function of the timing of the requirements? Were they not lifted while you were there? That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was too busy interrupting you to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, was uh, uh, not correct that you know, before we left, uh, all the masks weren't required because of the judge overturning mm. the administration's. Um, the CBC recommendations, the federal judge overturned that. So all of a sudden, no masks in airports, right? That, that uh, give or take. Yeah, the timing would be pretty tight from your departure when the mask requirement went off. I, w- I don't remember the exact date. But in any event, she's got it. You don't. And you had it before, mm. and you hope the infusion no, helps. No, I, I, I didn't, never did have it. Oh, I, I thought you I, said you I've did. Had, okay. My family's been blessed to not have it, but we've been <laughs> grabbing our shots as soon as it's become available. And my wife and I and my mom and dad actually got our fourth shot uh, May 1st. And so, okay. well. so it does. Uh, now, other thing is, interestingly, so at the airport, uh, you know, in Newark, where we flew out of, you know, shoes off, no water bottles, all that good stuff. In Amsterdam, coming back, shoes were worn, and you could keep your water bottles because they had the technology to determine if it was water or something else in it. <laughs> so you could actually have the water bottles in your, your uh, carry on. So it's very interesting that they have maybe better technology than we have at our, at our screening. I don't know. But, we, uh, you shouldn't be carrying on. You should sit still and behave without doing so much <laughs> carrying on. Please. Next time, anyway. My, my, my teachers will tell you I've never sat still my whole life. Like, I have to call you guys at 8.30 in the morning to give my wife some respite. <laughs> yeah, un- uh, unmedicated um, Eric, we but, call you. <laughs> well, I, when I was working for the Commonwealth, they actually put a petition out in my office that Eric has to go decaf, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing you need to be wound up. <laughs> that, All that's right. what they said, too. Well, we do have but, uh, a, back, a pretty strong... I guess strong my last comment okay. is, uh, uh, what, what was, what's that 
Missouri congressman or or, or um, politician thinking? Eric, are you After what Eric happened Greekens? January 6th with the President of the United States inciting things, this guy then decides that it's okay to actually have a firearm, which is, I believe, an assault-style rifle, if I'm not if I saw it correctly, and then actually said, I'm hunting rhinos. I thought it was you a know, shotgun. That, it, well, what happened with... Yes, I understand. Tongue-in-cheek, I understand. Symbolism, I understand that. Well, we also have to understand there's crazy people out there. And don't tell me there's not some crazy people in Missouri who could see that and think that, that that's a command to go out and start shooting people. If, if you're in a certain mindset. Or allowing them to, to be aggressive, and not actually shoot people, be aggressive towards people they determine to be somehow traitors to their own party. Do you, what, um, what, what is this country becoming? Do you apply this you same standard? a certain party, Eric. you cannot have at least some uh, disagreement within the party. Eric. Joe, please Eric. enlighten you, me on this. Do you apply the same standard to those people out in front of the homes of the Supreme Court justices? Don't change the subject, No, Joe. I'm asking I, you, I'm asking you, this, you I'm asking, swing this over, see? I'm asking I'm you the same should, thing. Do you should, should apply the, the same standard? This whole idea that there's rhinos out there and they should be thrown out. I'm and asking you a direct question. Do you apply the same standard? I ask you a direct question. Do you apply no, the I same standard? No, I ask you standard? the question first, and then I'll answer yours. <laughs> Come on, you two kids. Now, enough. <laughs> Sit, um, if I have to stop this car... <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, I think his uh, ad was ill-conceived. Totally well, I'm answering your question. His ad, his ad was ill-conceived. I think he should be, uh, you know, censored for it. I agree with Facebook taking it down. Now, I've answered your question. Answer mine. Do you apply the same standard to those people demonstrating out in front of the homes of Supreme Court justices? Well, you're, you're changing the question. Oh, uh, no, I'm my, not. That's the same my, question my, I asked My you. basic question you is, won't answer should me. the Republican Party <laughs> be backing this idea of the rhino concept? No. Now, answer my question. Okay. Then, then my, my response is that, pe- no, people should not be actually targeting Supreme Court justices. But, again, we have the uh, opportunity and the right to, to voice our, our concerns. Is anyone in the Democratic Party wanting to throw people out because we're not in the far right? I don't believe we are. Oh, no, wait, well, no, no, hold it, hold it, hold it, brother, hold it, brother. Have you heard of AOC threatening and actually primarying people in the Democratic Party because they weren't far left enough? That's actually happened. Okay, and, and, and your instances, your, your, your facts on this is, is which candidate? And, uh, Just look it up. Person? You can find it all over the Internet. AOC was very clear about who she was going to primary, and she has primaried a number of people. You know, So it doesn't look like the Democrats have the biggest tent in the world either when it comes to disagreeing with them. AOC? Olivia Ocasio-Cortez. Okay, and, and, and you think she speaks for the entire Repo- Democratic Party? Well, you obviously think this guy speaks for the entire Republican Party. Uh, my question to you was, did you agree with it or not? <laughs> you is, there, is there a similar concept of rhino putting an, a- an acronym to something, uh, which the, obviously several people in the Republican Party have, if you're a rhino, it's bad. I've seen that ad after ad after ad. Is there anything similar to that the Democrats are yes, putting out? They're that called, you're, they're you know, called dinos. Uh, you know, a demo? Yeah, they're dinos. They're dinos. Democrats in name only. <laughs> and I have not heard that term once. Well, yeah. you've just heard it. Uh, they don't <laughs> exist. They don't exist. All right, let's put someone else on the phone today. Oh, uh, last question. Are you guys going to have, like, a, a Remembrance Day where people can call in and talk about our remembrances from Agnes, maybe, like, on Thursday? That'd be cool. Uh, probably Friday, but, uh, yeah, we're piecing something together. We'll have somebody call in. Oh, but you know, it's got to be part of that, man. I was part of it at the time, so I don't need so to be was part I. of it again. I, I, seriously, I would like to. I would love to hear other people's remembrances of it. I know this is a new show, but maybe 
Well, I was thinking maybe Thursday when we celebrate, but you know, okay. I'm not your producer, so. <laughs> Thank you. Fortunately for us, <laughs> that works out. You guys have a great day. Thank you, you Eric. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Joe, there's an email. Directly. Yes, our friend Tom says I just love how Joe always phrases his questions to lead the guest to say something negative about Biden and the Democrats. Not. Well, if there was nothing for them to say, they wouldn't answer my question, would they? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but your your questions are tainted by your conservatism. And yours but that's aren't? A, but that's yours, our, yours aren't tainted by your liberalism? My questions are objective. Yours are tainted. So I'm a rhino, too. Right. Let's uh, shoot me. President Biden is very, very slowly considering easing the federal gasoline tax, uh, which is 29 cents a gallon. To that end, one of our good listeners says... We'll have to make this slow so Joe can understand it. Biden's holiday gas tax idea. Buy 29, get one free. If and only if I needed 30 gallons between two vehicles that would save 18.4 cents each or about $5.52 for one gallon. All right. So, in other words, it's immaterial. Five fifty-two a gallon. Since gas say. is so high, eliminating the gas tax federally is well. It's a holiday, isn't it? it right? Is a, well, yeah. Well, for however long, I don't know how. I don't see. We don't really know the logistics of it. It really wasn't on the table, and people started talking about it quite a bit. And now he's considering it. But uh, of course, it would hurt federal <laughs> federal revenue. We get a gazillion dollars a year from it, and it goes. You know, all of it's supposed to go to highway projects. Did you hear what the ta- gas tax in California levels is? Fifty two cents a gallon. Okay. Now yeah, that, West would, that would lower twenty something. In there, yeah, okay. that neck of the woods. All right. Our EB. friend EB says every time I talk to one of my conservative friends, they ask how I'm liking the gas prices under Biden. In fact, a lot of conservatives bring this up as a way of criticizing the president. They think they're being clever, but they're conservatives, so clever isn't really their forte. Anyway, my response is always the same. The last president sucked up to Vladimir Putin, used chemical weapons against the American people so he could get his picture taken holding a Bible upside down in front of a church and incited an insurrection against our country. After all that, I'll deal with the high gas prices. <laughs> yes. always, always fair, always balanced, good old EB. Well, but this and is the way we argue. EB, clever isn't your forte either. This is the way we argue today, though, with the shotgun approach. Well, but the price of chickens are up 17%, so don't say you're, ha- yeah, don't say you're happy about the wage increases that you're enjoying. By just the other day, poultry went up again. I don't know. We don't argue well anymore. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WDK. Okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Lynn Hall, our fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. She's doing a great job, so we appreciate her help and hard work making sure that callers get on the radio. we got a caller standing by. We're going to do our news headlines, but we invite you to get on cue here. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We had Jim Crisula from CBS on the line a moment ago. Probably about the third time we've spoken to him about things related to the economy and Wall Street and inflation and gasoline and 
President Biden's tough row these days, and so maybe you have a remark or reaction to that. Uh, he could only name two things that are really strong elements in the economy right now, wages and joblessness. What did he overlook? Let us know. I don't know if it qualifies that most things aren't scarce. <laughs> Somebody listed that as one of the assets in the uh, economy these days, that most things aren't scarce. So, Although if you need a baby formula, that would be no comfort. But uh, yeah, so uh, maybe you want to comment about that. Uh, and so we can discuss that. And uh, Friday, we'll do some words about Hurricane Agnes. We'll try to catch that. Joe was not here at that time. He hadn't yet started at the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. So uh, he would just have his remarks from Chambersburg, PA. So we'll focus on that on Friday. And uh, that'll be coming up uh, this week. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Some very brief news headlines here. One person flown by life flight from the scene of a motorcycle crash near Sealands Grove Monday night. CSR 911 says the incident was on University Avenue at Sunset Drive near the East Snyder Park. DH&L volunteers and ambulance crews were sent to the scene around 11.30 p.m. No other details out on the crash. Social media conversations at the time talked about a motorcycle pursuit near Sealands Grove. No confirmations that the two are connected. Finally, some slight relief in gasoline prices. Uh, Joe was dancing a jig yesterday when he found out that Gas Buddy announced gas prices are down four cents a gallon statewide and nationally. Gas prices says the fall in prices, the fall, that's funny. Oh, yeah, they're plummeting, baby. Oh, yeah. Anyway, right. it follows a broad sell-off in oil markets last week. Gas Buddy analysts say they hope to see the trend continue, especially as concerns appear to be mounting that we're on the cusp of a recession. In fact, Gas Buddy says we could see the national average fall another 15 to 30 cents per gallon by the time we get to the 4th of July. So to be continued. The 50th anniversary of Agnes is here. We spoke to the Standard Journal, Kevin Mertz. He's the editor, Kevin Mertz, who said they did a 90-minute documentary, Reflections of Agnes, and they spoke to folks who knew what happened during Agnes. Folks took piles and piles of debris from their houses, placed them in the streets. I understand they plowed the debris to the corners and picked them up. One of our interviewees, Nancy Sleese, had to go out of town for a couple of days. When she came back, she noticed just a smell coming from Melton, the smell of flood mud, they call it, of all the debris that came from the houses. The documentary was created by the Standard Journal's Adam Slaughter, who conducted more than 20 interviews. The paper will expand on those interviews for the documentary in a special tab in the June 21st edition. That's today. Friday night's documentary screening is at 7.30 p.m. at the Milton Public Library. You can hear more about the project on the WKOK podcast page. Some fireworks laws are going to change, potentially, if the governor signs it. The new law would restrict using fireworks between 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., Except uh, on or near the 4th of July or December 31st. The law wouldn't go into effect for 30 days anyway, so you're still going to have to suffer through the upcoming holiday. Commercial-grade fireworks are available in Pennsylvania now that there's a big tax on them. And, of course, you and I get to pay that if we buy the fireworks. They also want to change the tax so that it goes to various emergency services. And Senator Yaw is on board with this. Remember, he sat in that chair that Joe's in two years ago and said, no, he likes the law, and municipalities would have to change it if they want. 
wanted to. Now he says he's on board with the changes. The Texas Republican Party officially rejected the results of the 2020 presidential election over the weekend, passing a resolution in its platform that falsely blames election fraud in five battleground states for President Joe Biden's victory over former President Donald Trump. The resolution refers to Mr. Biden as acting president. Quote, we reject the certified results of the 2020 presidential election, and we hold that acting president Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. was not legitimately elected by the people of the United States, unquote. The resolution reads, it claims that the elections in five states violated Article 1 and 2 of the Constitution because various secretaries of states illegally circumvented their state legislatures in conducting their own elections in multiple ways, and including by allowing ballots to be received after November 3rd, 2020. So Texas uh, not recognizing the election anymore, although if we have federal dollars for them for some purpose, they'll still take them. (laughs) And finally, President Biden is considering that federal gasoline tax holiday. And here is a report on that. He also said he's thinking about gas rebate cards. The reality, however, is that even if he decides he's behind either of these things, Congress would have to approve them. It's not at all clear that Congress has the votes to do that. And that is uh, CBS's Nancy Cordes. Oh, one more finally. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller on the January 6th uh, committee. The committee itself, where the speaker broke 232 years of precedent by not allowing the minority, Leader McCarthy, to appoint anybody to the committee. And the primetime show that they had, my wife and I watched it. She made popcorn and we watched the show, and that's what it was. Uh, Liz Cheney, every time she said, you will see, meant this is what we're going to show you, and this is what we're trying to peddle. So, you know, they they can talk about everything they want. Uh, If if there needs to be an investigation, let the Department of Justice do it. I know the Senate has already done done one, and uh, the only reason they're doing this is because they don't want to talk about their disaster of gas prices and uh, inflation. There you go. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller last week in Sunbury. All right, Al, thank you so for being patient. You are on the mark. Well, um, I don't know what I wanted to say first, but I'll start with the flood thing because I was 15 years young, and that was the first time I was ever a sandbagger. Uh, We're going to discuss we that on Friday, Al. That's a Friday topic. <laughs> Just let him go. <laughs> oh, come on, Joe. <laughs> Uh, maybe I can't go on for it, but uh, anyways, I went over and helped t- Sam bag the telephone company because we became a church family that lived under one roof. We stayed at St. John's United Methodist Church, and and uh, they came and got us. And then I went over to Riverwall after that, and I got boosted up, and when I put my hands over the wall, they were in the water. And that was a real sight, just looking straight across the top of the wall all the way over to Blue Hill, and it was water straight across. That was, I'll never forget that, uh, that picture in my mind. But that was that, and this January 6th thing, uh, that's fine to have a good old uh, trial on that, but we were, there were 750 BML riots over the summer for 110 days straight. Cities were burned down. Buildings were uh, under siege and caught on fire with police in them. Federal courthouses were attacked. Uh, a couple dozen people died. And uh, it just seems like we have a two-tier justice system. And that's all I wouldn't really say. I mean, there's not... And 
And these are facts. I mean, there's no arguing about it. Why are they after one thing and not after the other? Because we have a two-tiered justice system. That's all I can come up with. In what respect, two-tiered? Well, all the BML things are being left go, and our vice president even raised money to bail them out, and that's being left go. Uh, and there's no big hearings on that, and people really don't want to talk about that whole uh, situation. And, and January 6th is one riot that lasted three or four hours, and it could have been prevented, and they want to make a big deal out of that. So that's a, that's a two-tier um, whole system that we got going here, and that's what happened to Venezuela. And, you know, we're going by way of the... We're heading down the wrong road. Well, I think one of the purposes of January 6th uh, committee is to keep it top of the mind, you know, lest we forget, lest we just focus on inflation or gas prices or other issues uh, that we choose to or forget. They want to make sure that President Trump does not get elected. But I think at the same time, you mentioned black. You hit it right there, nail on the head. Right, so, right, so that's a factor. I mean, but, but at the same time, you you still see Republican candidates talking about, hey, we're the law and order candidates. You know, the Democrats are the one trying to hurt police. Well, we saw quite a few Republicans beating the crap out of police that day. So, you know, you can no longer claim the moral law enforcement high ground anymore. You can't say, okay, well, Antifa, the insurrection, is trying to hurt the government. No, I think we saw that it was pretty much people that were at President Trump's rally and at that protest that are the ones that uh, were trying to do, uh, in, that were charged with seditious conspiracy now, and were trying to do... But the, not all of them. The, there were many people there who were peaceful. Right. There were many who no weren't, but there were many about, who were. Well, but see, if an Antifa person breaks a window, suddenly the whole thing has gone to pot, but if January 6th happened, you're like, well, most of the people were not protesting no, inside both, the Capitol. Well, how many of the Antifa people were peaceful? That's out of curiosity. <laughs> I don't know that there were any on January January 6th. Anyway, Al, we'll let you wrap up, girl. All right, just like the BML, most people were uh, mostly, it was mostly peaceful summer with BML, mostly peaceful 750 protests. When they told us that where the building was on fire behind them, and they're doing the same thing here, and both of them were despicable. Gotcha. All right. No to be continued. Here. Thank you so much, Al. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Al. 1-800-795-9565. Upper right-hand corner, please. Okay. Doug says, so Eric calls in to scold those of us who haven't yet gotten the jab to do so because his wife now has contracted COVID. When will you realize that it doesn't matter whether I get it or not? It doesn't stop you from getting COVID because it's only truly a vaccine. Oh, it's not truly not a vaccine. Truly I'm vaccine. sorry. Well, let's Call hold it. on. Hold on. Some vaccines do not prevent you from getting an ailment. They just make you less sick. Okay. Call it a therapeutic if you'd like, but it's not a vaccine. Most of the people who continue to get COVID do have the shot, along with the additional shot and the boosters. Apparently, you need the fourth shot to get the other three to be effective. So spare me, Eric, from your lectures on keeping you safe. Now the media is pushing getting the jab for young children. If you decide as an adult to get it, fine. But to push this jab on kids who rarely struggle with COVID is asinine. But I guess 
I'm just a crazy conservative who doesn't care about others. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, 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 th- I thought that the media would really just talk about the jabs for kids, but I do believe there is a push to encourage. You know, I think probably, and Lawrence's worthless guess, maybe uh, one quarter or one third of parents want the vaccination for their kids that young. And again, that's not based. That's just my estimate. Right. And but I think the media is like, oh my gosh, the floodgates are open. Every parent in America should be happy now. You can get the vaccination. Well, I've heard I've heard both schools of thought on that. I heard one person say this morning, you know, uh, well, I don't know whether I can trust the vaccine. What mm-hmm. what its effect will be thirty years down the road? And then someone else said, yes, but we don't know what the effect will be of you get COVID thirty years down the road either. So that's a good point. Yeah, I think it's a tough spot for parents. I think you sort of have this balance. You want, of course, your kids to have all the vaccinations that are sort of tried and true, and you know... I think we're sticking too many things in kids' arms, to be honest with you, but that's just my personal opinion. Okay. But, uh, well, I th- if, if you have a grandchild, or back when you had, when uh, Mike was young, only 50 short years ago, um, there were, were there fewer vaccinations when uh, t- I 50 there years were ago? probably okay, a few so, fewer, yes. So now we have more. So, yeah, it seems like every other day we were taking my daughter to get some more jabs. But uh, in any event... Yeah, some I, of them, they uh, give you like three and four at a shot, you know. So, that, so that's a little concerning to me, but that's just me. Yeah, so I think Doug is right. I don't think parents are, for the most part, on board with kids under the age of five for those reasons. Because you have to do this risk thing. You know, you think, well, if my kid gets it, there's only a slight chance they'll get super sick. And at the same time... Is there any potentiality at all whatsoever in the decades ahead that this vaccine could make your child sick? You know, they say no. You know, the science doesn't back that up. But uh, well, how can the science possibly back up what's <laughs> going to happen twenty or thirty years from now? Oh, Joe, you've been listening to my arguments. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Standby caller. We'll take some more. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. He also said he's thinking. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing they can explain it in english what the problem is there's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area that's sunbury motors where you get selection knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget and more important that friend you can trust welcome to sunbury motors kia ford and hyundai you could chop other dealers and compare prices but at sunbury motors you get their lowest price promise they research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Lower right-hand corner, Joe, quickly. All right. I do think EB has no friends. I do, yeah, I do think EB has no friends, let alone conservative friends. He's a leftist extremist. And then another another one says, oh, Eric, still pushing the January 6th lie. Oh, yeah. And the third, Eric, still putting faith in the Trump facts? How ironic. All right. Dale, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, if your granddaughter is in more uh, intelligent enough to ask you if the Easter Bunny is real, and you say yes, you're depriving her of truth. 
So, I mean... What? It, but the Easter yeah, Bunny is real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're really hurting somebody. Like, you know, you guys worship politics, okay? So, that that's, that's not helping anybody. It, you guys worship. Everybody, they're dumbing down the seniors. They're not dumbing down the children. The seniors are the ones. They're the ones going out there voting. And now here's another thing. The, the flu virus has never been existed without the COVID virus being in it, okay? So... That the World Health Organization has been telling us that from the beginning. The National Health Institute, NIH, is the one who's been pushing COVID-19. So, it, just common sense is there. I mean, <laughs> they've been, you know, they've been pushing, pushing it. <laughs> I love that. In what way have they been pushing COVID-19? Hurry, hurry, get your COVID-19. Step right up. Yes. I mean, has anybody ever had the flu without the COVID virus being present? And somebody, I mean, that's so, so much common sense. You mean you ever guys, in history? I bought yellow limes and green lemons. COVID-19 didn't even exist until recent years. It was called the novel it's, coronavirus it's for a reason, Dan. Now they just took the 19 out of it. Now, now maybe the common flu came back. Did anybody ever think about that? Oh, he could be right. You know? It's all yeah, a hoax. So, I mean, if you're going to buy green lemons and yellow limes, I mean, don't push it on others, okay? Because if you're going to deprive your uh, granddaughter of the truth, that's all you're doing. I mean, common, I think the seniors got dumbed down. Well, what, where do you stand on Santa Claus, then? I don't know. I, I rode off the side of the road when I found out he's, he wasn't real. He is real, he but is that's real. the thing. This is like yeah. January well, 6th. I mean, next you're going to tell us there's no tooth fairy. That's the same thing with the insurrection. I mean... You got the media who promotes and suppresses, okay? So they're going to push, they're going to quit. That's why I say if you worship politics, you're going to be all swab, swabbled up in that. You're going to wake up in the morning, first thing to do is look at politics. Swabbing up. Sick. I guess. That's sick. All right, we got I mean, you, Dale. Thank you. I don't know the difference between the Bar Association and the and, uh, Republicans and Democrats. They're I happen to know the Bar Association is in favor of the Easter Bunny. And I know that for a fact. Well, I can I mean, prove that's this. Like yellow, yellow limes and green lemons too. Come on, Joe. Oh my Come God. on, they, that, thank you, that sir. Divide and conquer. <laughs> all right, enough, Dale. Stop it. <laughs> You're busting all my myths here. Uh, well, I can prove there's a Santa Claus. That's the easy one. I, I come can down prove on, there's an Easter bunny. I come down on Christmas morning and my under the tree there's got a picture yeah, of taking. Could you let me ball. finish my story? <laughs> I'm Jeez, telling you about Grandpa, the Easter bunny. When you come downstairs on Christmas morning, there's a gift there from Santa. <laughs> how how well, much realer do you need it to be? When you come down on Easter morning, there's a basket of eggs and from candy. The Easter bunny. Come on, folks. And if you lose a tooth and put it under your pillow, there's a buck there from the tooth fairy. Work with us on this. Okay, upper right-hand corner, Joe, and then the caller. All right. Uh, A lot of your callers are still upset about the 1888 election where Harrison (laughs) stole the election from Cleveland. History always repeats itself. By the way, $6.50 for a bag of chips. I hope that came with a gas card. Have a good day. (laughs) President Biden is considering a gas rebate card for some people. I don't know, for everybody, but it's one of his ideas. Joe, you're on the mark. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, two things. Uh, one, I called yesterday about the Ashley Biden diary, but th- then I wanted to s- ask something about the red flag laws, possibly, if we have time. But uh, during our conversation uh, yesterday, Mark said that uh, certain parts of it are the part about the the showering with her dad was uh, altered. 
So I, I heard that, but I didn't comment on it. But uh, I did uh, think, well, I'll look that up, right? Uh, and that should be at least as prominent in the coverage as the accusations of this, right? So I thought, you know, there would be her, an interview with NBC or somebody where they discuss this, uh, but I, I haven't found it. So uh, if, Mark, if you could give me that um, information or website, or you know, I don't know what to call it, but if you could give me where I could get that, I'd like to read it in the context of it. I just heard where one was, conversation heard, about it. I believe it was on the, uh, I, I think it was on the Alex Jones show, where he's talking about oh. all the possibilities. So just go back into his archives and listen to one of Alex those. Alex Jones said that no, he's talking was, about all the, the possibilities. The diary was altered. No, he's talking about all the possibilities that exist, that it's all real. Oh, that I knew some... that it could be all... Oh, I thought you said that, and uh, my, that's my mistake. I knew we were talking, and, you know, kind of the conversation wasn't focused on that, but I didn't know... Well, Alex Jones, do you give him a lot of credibility? I think he was sued by the, the people that were uh, the school shooting up in... Connecticut, maybe? Is that the same guy I'm thinking of? That's right, but I, I think if he certainly has credibility when it comes to asking questions. Anybody smart okay, can I, ask I don't know. I've never seen, the, or seen anything of him other than I knew he was one that uh, the left kind of didn't like. But anyhow, uh, so, uh, yeah, I knew that, and I, I was looking, uh, maybe we talked about it a little bit, but this uh, the Amy Harris is the one pro- probably... Uh, who turned it over, and motive is what I'm looking for, and she was paid $40,000. So motive to, um, you know, make anything more, as Joe would say, salacious, that that might increase the value. It wouldn't you be much value that? if it was about, no. you know, birthday parties and recipes. <laughs> Joe right? does use so, that word. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely believe if the progressives could uh, use some of the government agencies to have a Mueller-type... Uh, investigation on a president i believe that the republicans could do the same thing you know whatever they could use that was available ashley biden's diary to uh create a controversy that may uh get the president impeached i'm looking at both sides but uh i thought there was something more definitive like out of her mouth that's what i wanted that's why i thought i was looking at but uh that doesn't seem to be the case but then on to uh these red flag laws yeah Right. I, I actually, someone like me who could be persuaded to have the Second Amendment uh, infringed upon, the juvenile records, I seen Bob Casey about two weeks ago address this, and it might be something that would be uh, changed in the law that juvenile records would be exposed to the public. Have you heard that? No, I don't no, think they'd I be exposed to the either. public. I think they'd be exposed well, to okay, the so folks that even do... If it's, I think they would be exposed to the people that do the scrutiny in the uh, NICS or PICS. Well, I guess it would have to be the PICS, the state system, so the state police. Of course, they already have access to them, as far as I know, anyway. So that's how that would work, is they would have some access to them. But they don't release your juvenile record to the public. Then can my uh, can you answer my question is, why don't they do that? I. I never really thought about it. I thought, you know, to protect a young person and maybe not ruin their adulthood, so to speak. But if you keep stuff like that concealed, you know, you might be ruining 19 children in Uvalde and two teachers. You might be ruining their lives and all the lives of the people that touch them. Plus, that goes nationwide. So why don't we have that more of a public access to people that are under the age of 18 that are 
you know, threats to society. What you know, I think the one guy in Buffalo said that he would uh, shoot up his own high school. So I think maybe that was after he was uh, eighteen, though. You know, but why do we not have them more available to the public so we can protect ourselves from such types? Hmm. Well. I, I don't know. Seriously, if anybody can answer that, I don't know they've I mean, never been open. Going that I way remember. Back to when they, you know, started protecting you them. You can't even look at your own. Tell me, is that someone rich wanted to protect their own son, so they uh, had a they gave some uh, money under the table to pass that we're going to protect uh, these <laughs> people, but you had to sweep up everybody in. That. That's what it was. Uh, you know, I wasn't sure, but that makes more sense than anything. All right. I mean, logically, it would be that somebody wealthy had the ability to influence the government yep. to make. Law. That I'm was not it. sure, but that's it. You got it. Yeah, so I, I I would go for publicly knowing. I wouldn't even you know what children or you know people want that as uh, uh, and I wouldn't go for much more. I do understand the uh, due process of the red flag law. I, I don't you know so that would have to be addressed and worked out by the committee. But uh, I think that's a, a valuable thing to know that these people like Nicholas Cruz was, uh, you know, he fell through the cracks. That wasn't cracks. That was a gigantic hole that the government left there, and uh, the people that should have uh, made his, you know, tendencies known to do harm to other people. I mean, that's just a tragedy that something wasn't done, and he uh, did end up probably, maybe legally, I don't remember all the details of the, of the case in Florida, but uh, many of them. So, uh, yeah, okay, the red flag law, that's about it. All right, so thank you, sir. Day. Yeah, thank you for calling in. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number, upper in right-hand corner, Joe. Since we have a U.S. Senate candidate running ads, hunting fellow Republicans, rhinos with a rifle. No, it's we a have, shotgun. Uh, <laughs> that's quibbling over semantics. Well, I think there's it's a big a difference. <laughs> with a gun. Can we agree with a gun? Uh, we have a Texas Republican Party throwing gays under the bus and voting to decertify the 2020 election results for Biden, and now pushing to withdraw from the union. As stupid as the Democrats are at times, they are, a, as a longtime independent, uh, and they are, okay, Democrats at times, and they are, as a longtime independent, this just justifies my position. Why would anyone associate with people that support or think like these Republicans? If your callers defend these actions, well, no words necessary. You know, this overlooks the fact that both sides have their extremists, and they're pretty far, pretty <laughs> wild what they do. This guy is a former governor of Missouri. Um, in the video, he's seen holding a gun and stating that he's hunting. He's hunting. The ad includes the former Missouri governor being flanked by an armed tactical unit on a street outside a home as he says, quote, the rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by stripes of cowardice. What's the house is the rhino's den. That's on the mailbox. Apparently, yes. <laughs> the tactical team breaks through the front door and tosses flashbang grenades inside the home. Greitens then enters an empty living room through the smoke and urges voters to get a rhino hunting permit. Join the MAGA crew. Get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Hmm. Now, Facebook took it down, claiming it violated their uh, uh, policy against violence and incitement, really? whereas Twitter allowed it to stay because they thought it was in the public's interest, although retweets and likes uh, and replies have been restricted. Um, you know, this is uh, this is pretty far-out stuff. 
I don't know. It doesn't really bother me. I think it's just capitalizing on, you know, sort of the f- the fun, the funniness of the word rhino. And then, of course, with it kind of looks harsh, but it's all it's just dramatic acting. Doesn't really bother me. Uh, it doesn't hurt anyone. It doesn't shoot anyone. It's obviously well, kids staged. Get, kids get expelled from school if they were posing with a picture of a gun or with a gun. Right. He's not a kid. I believe he's an adult. No, and he's a candidate for the Senate. But shouldn't his behavior <clears throat> be reflective of, of the stature of the office he's seeking? I don't know. The ad doesn't bother me. That's all I'm saying. I, you know, I understand. That's because you're I, packing all the Well, I think <laughs> not a shotgun like that. That's a ta- uh, what, a tactical shotgun that holds you know 10 rounds or if you can squeeze them in there, certainly more than a half a dozen. But anyway, I think it's, you know, it's it's just kind of interesting. But, you know, it just goes to show, Joe, a lot of people would say you're a rhino because you well, are I, not I in lockstep <laughs> with the MAGA crowd, you know, so he would be raiding your home. And so I, I think I'm it's just really... I'm in lockstep with the policies that President Donald Trump created. Right, and well, that's Joe fine. Biden okay. threw out the well, door on day one and to his to our, the country's great detriment. Right, but but you have an open mind and, and would consider alternative views and would be willing to hear both sides of important topics and have a unique way to listen that maybe some of your more MAGA friends don't do, and you try not to really let your conservatism taint what you hear, nor what you no, say. No, the people on the left are calling this show, I'm just as bad as this guy who wants to shoot down. Well, <laughs> the people who say fine. all Republicans are bad, you know, not, no Republican is ever going to do anything good in their view. Whereas, you know, I freely admit I have voted for Democrats any number of times, and he actually was a member you might of again. Um, Republicans for a particular Democratic congressional candidate. It's probably a good Democrat <laughs> coming up on your ballot. Okay, read this email, we'll hit the break. All right, Tom says, I guess fast friends Eddie Keller isn't getting his lies across on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram that he had now has to come on On the Mark and tell them. No, he's not <laughs> Wait, on see, On the Mark. I was just going to say, he will not come on On the Mark. <laughs> no, sir. That's the House last and Senate Republican cons, Republicans voted down a bipartisan 9-11 style commission, and Freddie was one of them. Fact. All right, so if you're going to call them Republicans, I'm going back to calling the other side Democrats. <laughs> you do this to elevate the argument? I do. I, I, like, see. I okay. like to elevate the argument. How's that working out? Well, I think it's going well. Thank you. <laughs> Not too good. All right. Welcome back. Lower right-hand corner, Joe. All right. Uh, coronavirus has been around forever. The COVID-19 is just another variant, so technically Dale is correct. And you're correct, Mark. January 6th committee is nothing but about politics, not about finding truth. Well, I think evidence to that effect is when they say, okay, we're going to show you this is one side of how bad the president was. I mean, can can you not just have the masked appearance of objectivity? (laughs) Nope. We're here to cook the president. And then, uh, Mark, again directed at you, your claim that Texas falsely claimed there was election fraud in 2020 is misinformation. There was fraud. 2,000 Mule shows us the method used. All righty. Al, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. You got a minute. Well, I was thinking that commercial out there from that guy who wants to hunt rhinos should be on Saturday Night Live. That's all. <laughs> when you were describing it, I had a chuckle and laugh because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> right. It's just drama, you know, so it doesn't bother me. And, I, you know, Mitch McConnell, you could tell if it was good or bad if he was watching Saturday Night Live. I could just see the turtle watching that and thinking, oh, no. <laughs> China Mitch is in trouble. <laughs> okay. All right, we got you. Thank you, Al. Uh, ben, you are next up. Thank you for calling in. Good morning. You know, our president a while back made a statement that the Second Amendment is not absolute. 
And that's uh, a pretty bold statement to be made. If the Second Amendment isn't absolute, then that means none of them are. Well, actually, some of the some of them haven't been. Uh, we created an amendment uh, creating prohibition, and then we rescinded it. So, if it, if we have a, a modification of the Constitution that would change the Second Amendment, that's quite a possibility. Well, the whole Bill of Rights is an add-on, right? The whole Bill of Rights, all ten amendments, first ten amendments well, to the Constitution are add-ons. Is then is then is our Constitution absolute? No, I think it was meant to grow and morph. That's why the process of changing it and amending it and repealing it is all spelled out, because they knew it would have to stay timeless. I believe that the Second Amendment was given because if people that are sworn in to defend the Constitution, like Joe Biden, who wants to make the statement that our Second Amendment is not absolute, when you look at the Second Amendment, that should never be changed because it deals with us the people being able to rise up against a tyrannical government and also the freedom of speech and I do realize yes they can be changed and it can be changed by a tyrannical group of people that are elected however be it a true election or not that are in office that have the power and ability to change the laws and we're going to see things change I have no doubt about that the great reset which I don't think either of you guys really have checked into with any you know, at all. Did you check into the Great Reset at all? Yeah, I did. Thanks to John Shipman. Gave me some good reading material. Well, the, the thing that's interesting, and I'll bring the Bible up into this, the, the, the Bible talks about ten kings that take power in this world that don't have a kingdom as yet, but they receive a kingdom after the beast gives them a kingdom. So my interpretation of that would be there's ten kings... And the ones that have power, the rich people like Klaus Schwab, like Bill Gates, like Mark Zuckerberg, and and on and on, these people that through corporations are basically taking over and ruling the world now, and they're able to, you know, restrict freedom of speech on Twitter and Facebook and so on. These people, through the power that they they have through their money, are going to take and seize global power. That's part of the Great Reset and bringing in the AI, the technology, to control the people is also part of it. And we're seeing that happen. America, as we know it, is is not existing under the Constitution. The people that have been locked up in, from, you know, January 6th when they were arrested, there's, there's an amendment to the Constitution. It's the Sixth Amendment that gives the right to a, a speedy trial. Now, would you call it a speedy trial since they've been locked up since January back in 2000? And you're 100% certain absolutely none of their attorneys have asked for any more time or delays or more information or anything that would prevent a, a timely trial? Because I know well, I a lot know of trials part, have happened. I do know this. I, I know they're still locked up. Right. Now, was bail set? No. Did, did they get in front of a judge? No, they didn't. Well, then their attorneys, ought, their, attorneys, their attorneys ought to be shot because all they'd have to do is apply for a writ of habeas corpus. <laughs> no, don't shoot anyone. But, but here, <laughs> Come on. But you don't, this is what we're trying to avoid. Know, what you don't know is the Sixth Amendment has been superseded by a document that we all know as the Patriot Act. Because people that are, are deemed to be terrorists, you know, being enemies of the state, then fall underneath the guidelines that are given 
in the Patriot Act, and that cancels their right to the Sixth Amendment. So we've, we've seen that destroyed already, and most gov- people are ignorant of that fact. But the government has to prove that they are, in fact, a menace. Right. We got a if they absent that, they, they don't fall under the Patriot Act. Van, we'll give you another but, moment. Go right ahead. Okay, you say the government has to prove that, but yet they're still locked up in jail. Well, so, maybe the government and, proved it to a judge's satisfaction. All right. Well, one one more thing, you know. No, when no, Eric no more in, things. No more things. We got to go. We, yeah, Thank you so much. Yeah, we got four calls waiting, and you're up to five minutes. That's sufficient. All right. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915. I was lucky enough to drive a 2022 Bronco Sport, and the 2023 is going to be here in a couple of months. This was the Badlands Edition. Five passengers can fit in it quite comfortably, and you can have somebody small sit in the back if you so choose. Oh, but don't do that. There's no seatbelt back there. But anyway, two-liter EcoBoost motor getting about 30 gallons on the highway, I would estimate. And I would think in the city in the winter, you're going to be right around 20 miles to the gallon. Eight-speed transmission, of course, comes with a trailer hitch. And it's got those paddle shifters in case you're doing some off-roading. It comes with a lift kit already on it. So you don't have to, you know, put on 30-inch tires. That's what it comes with. And guess what? You are talking price tag right around could probably get them as low as 35000 bucks, something in that range. Certainly, the sticker price is going to be way less than $40,000. And it's just a fabulous vehicle. And it is just fun. Ultra-short wheelbase, very fun to drive. You can take it out to the AOAA or on a rail trail. Well, I don't think you can drive on rail trails. But anyway, you can take it someplace where you're allowed to drive it. It's got trail control, twin clutch for the rear drive unit, terrain management, and uh, paddle shifters, off-road suspension. 30-inch tires, and just in case, airbags on the side for when I flip it over. But it's just a fabulous truck. So check this out, Bronco Sport. Well, it's a small vehicle. Uh, They have one at the Sunbury Motor Company, and they got more coming in, and the 2023s will be here soon. SunburyMotors.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. we got a lot to cover in a short amount of time. Uh, Stan, you're going to get about uh, 2.1 minutes. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay, good morning. Uh, you're right, Mark. James 6 committee is nothing but politics, so here's what I want to happen. If they supposedly have evidence, I want the D- all that evidence to be given to the DOJ, and I want Trump indicted. And then the defense can mount their defense. But you know what won't happen? They won't do it because they have no evidence that Trump did anything on January 6th to incite the riot. So I'm just throwing it out there. If they have it, put it out there. Because Mr. Lion Schiff, 
out there from California keeps saying he has evidence again. Remember for three years, four years, he or maybe he still says it, that he has irrefutable evidence that Trump-Russia collusion, okay? But we have yet to see it. So that's what I want. I want him indicted. I want it out there. I want him to have his day in court, and I want the defense mounted because all discovery has to be shared, correct? Right. should be. That's why they call it discovery. discovery right. <laughs> yeah. So I want it out there. I want it done. But all they're doing is playing politics because they think this will help them in November when when gas prices are through the roof. Although, ooh, they've come down ten cents. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's because of Biden. I don't know. Maybe because uh, people are getting fed up and driving less, so the demand is down a little bit. Maybe that's what's doing it. I don't know. But you know, since everything was Trump's fault, everything's Biden's fault when it comes to the economy. Correct? That's the way the system works. I'm, I'm using precedent there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, you're on it. So, yeah, so yeah, well, let's, let's have the indictments come down and let's see what happens. We'll put it all out there and we'll see and let it, let it get sorted out. So we can get so, a defense have a great going. Day. Hey, thank you, all sir. Right. Take care. Chris, you're on the mark. You get uh, 30 seconds that he didn't use for a full three minutes. Yes, Dale, I just wanted to say, you know. <laughs> Oops, World I'm sorry, you get a minute. The World Health Organization has been telling us the truth all along. It's the NIH. And then I can see that the Affordable Care Act is going to be gone in five years because that's who proofed it, NIH. So they've been telling us the truth all the time. So that's the next battle. We'll see it probably in five years. Integrity fight. All right. That's all I got. All right. Thank you. Well, I appreciate the update. Chris, you need. You also get 30 seconds. He didn't well, use, so you get three and a half. his usual stupid self, I must say. Oh, come on now. No name calling. Okay. That's typical of you, Chris. Call everybody a name. I thought you'd like that, Joe. I said that just to get you. I see. You now got that him. I got you, listen to me. Go ahead. He, uh, everything in, uh, that happened in Trump's era was Obama's fault from, remember, even uh, COVID was Obama's fault. And up to his fourth year, he was still blaming things on Obama. And now it's gone the other way. Biden's blaming him. So it's the way politics works. Well, to tell that to Stan, you didn't tell that to Stan, did you? Oh, <laughs> he didn't ask me. You did. What was, the, what was <laughs> the correlation? He said the opposite. But he said the exact opposite of that. Okay. Now, uh... Mark. Yes, sir. You're being totally foolish. Of course there's politics in anything that happens in Washington. But the point is, are they being accurate? Have they done anything, have they done anything wrong? Who are you talking about? The January 6th commission? Uh, yes, yeah, obviously, that's who's talking about. Because uh, it's, it's political. No, they're trying to make a record that would be public. If it went to the Justice Department, as Stan said, it would not become public unless they prosecuted, and only those things that would show up in a trial. Well, I think if that were, that's fine, I think what you say is true, and your so points, what are they doing points wrong? well taken. Well, let me ask you this, Chris. Are they not let, getting the Chris, facts out? Let me ask very you this. Accurately? I, I guess you don't want to discuss this, but let's let let, let me ask you. These let me ask you this. Call. Let me ask you this. If they are, oh, I don't want to be asked questions. I want to answer to mine. Never mind, Chris. Just go your own way. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, go ahead. But, but wait, why don't you answer my question? What's your what question? What did they get wrong? Have they done anything that, that shows prejudice? Oh, well, obviously they have prejudice. Is she... Uh 
Liz Cheney is very interested in getting the president. I mean, that's obvious. It's not objective. That's all. I just think it would be much, but much better if, if, actual, if actual finding of fact and, and being accurate, as you're saying, you're was truly important, then they would have an objective hearing with a decent representatives of different individuals on both sides, and then you would get all sides of the You're lucky. You can reach the button to, to, to mute him while I can't. <laughs> well, I'm not, and I'm not, you actually have a hold button on your side, but I'm not going to tell you where it is. Okay. All right, Chris, we'll let you finish up. Go right ahead. Well, that's, that's, that's completely wrong. There are, they are putting out a history of facts. Uh, right. Well, it's like getting, a, that's, that's they are true. revealing what actually happened with the people actually involved. To it's what a, end? To what end? Well, it could lead to charges. Or no, I'm asking Chris. To what end? To what end? To, to, to change the laws if they need to be changed to make it so this stupid stuff can't happen again? To uh, make people realize what actually did happen? For the education of the public? What, where is any of that wrong? People don't realize what happened? Gee, there was plenty of coverage on it. No, they must be stupid, they too. They don't, because they don't have... There's things I didn't know that happened. Every right. every hearing, we there's gotta go. things I didn't know that happened. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Well, then you weren't watching the coverage. Oh no, there's 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 more evidence about what actually did happen. There's a lot of things, and there is one Republican hero. Evidence implies a criminal proceeding, does it not? No, anybody can present no, evidence. I give you evidence of what? Evidence of what? Happening. That's what I say. Evidence. Evidence of what? Evidence of what? All right. Well, Chris, evidence of who who was plotting to do what and what parts were illegal and what parts weren't. Then, the, then shouldn't who the end to stop it? Who shouldn't the end result it? be criminal charges? Shouldn't it be criminal charges, not just a political hit job? That's up to the Justice Department, oh, okay. and they're going to send us stuff. Well, uh, you just uh, said sending it to the Justice Department. You, you just said you just said sending it to the Justice Department wouldn't make a difference. Thank that you, would, Chris. You just said that. Thank you, Chris. I I think what. The last word is that I honestly think that we're getting 720 pieces of a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle from this committee. (laughs) Why not get all the pieces? Then you have more accurate information. Then you can make your law changes. Have a defense. WKOK Sunday.